Welcome back to another episode of the Resort Ears Radio Podcast. In this edition, Greg and I will review all the latest Disney news and rumors, including a new attraction at Epcot's Innovations East, and some big, big rumors, and much, much more. It's time to get your ears on. It's a news edition of the Resort Ears Radio Network. It's time to launch it. Greg, hit the music. Well, welcome into the Resort Ears Studios. I'm in the Deep River. Greg is in the Brantford, Connecticut. We are here to give you a Resort Ears news uh, cast. No special section this time. We have a lot of news to cover. We haven't been on in uh, about a week and a half. Gregory, what's going on? Michael, hello. <laughs> I like our new little intro music. Um, little explanation on that. We know um, in previous episodes, sometimes, not all the time, when the first ten seconds of show comes on. When the on moon lines up with the sun and the, yeah. and the lightning strikes <laughs> and two crows fly away, sometimes. There's a first, uh, there's like ten seconds worth of kind of dead air that sounds like a, a 707 jet engine. So we're trying to alleviate that by hopefully playing some uh, some good music for you. But um, That was uh, actually the, the prologue to SeaWorld uh, 1 Ocean. There you go. For all of you keeping score at home. Like we told our guests from last show, Ken's story, we're trying to branch out a little bit past Disney. That's right, exactly. I'm also using my headphones, and that is the reason why we are not on Periscope. I'm very, very sorry about that, folks. Um, it's just the uh, the way it is uh, for this episode. Um, well, the thing is, is it's it's hot, and it's muggy, and... I know we're not in Florida, we're in Connecticut, but it's hot and muggy. Uh, Greg has yeah, his AC is, going. Yeah. yeah, I have my AC going, and it's like we both have to cut down on the uh, the sound, and we want to get a better sound, so we're doing it this way. Right. So, sorry, Periscopers. We had a we've had a hell of a week for for weather in the Northeast. And I know down there too. There's been a lot of uh, like the roads every day, but thunderstorms and a lot of uh, crazy humidity. So, but uh, hey, uh, before we jump into like Mike said tonight, huge news news show. There's there's it seems like in, in literally in the last week, there's been more news about Disney in particular. Not 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 you know everything down there, not Universal and SeaWorld or whatever, but just Disney that uh, has been going on to get to. So we figured tonight, let's just do a huge recap of stories, large and small, and some rumors too, some pretty big ones that uh, that we've we've uh, we've uh, found online on forums on. Uh, through other podcasts, through some different things. So I think it'll be kind of fun tonight, Mike, to kind of give our takes and commentary, as we always do. Yeah, absolutely. News from Walt Disney World. Uh, let me ask you a quick question. Uh, do we have Mixer going? You know what? I'm going to do that right now. Yeah, let's see if we can get some people on Mixer. We'll try for our 50th time. <laughs> um, yeah, so did you uh, did you just mention right the how many followers we have on Twitter right now? Uh, I did not mention that yet. No, uh, uh, hey, uh, Almost, almost to the 600 mark, 593 as of uh, awesome. about five minutes ago. So, 593 folks following us on Twitter. We have about 375 likes on Facebook. Uh, you know, Twitter, uh, almost to to the 500 mark here. And uh, tonight, episode 16 of the Resort Ears podcast. All right, and um, Greg, we have some exciting news from the. Crossing the line into the merchandise kind of side. We have, yeah. This uh, is exciting news, Greg has been. I'm going to give this all to Greg to make this announcement because he has been all for it. Yeah, you know, we've uh, we've been toying around with the idea, Mike and I, uh, for the last few months here of 
you know, uh, uh, creating some sort of uh, more brand awareness for the Resort Ears radio podcast. And uh, what better way to do it than by through novelty T-shirts and mugs? So, using uh, Redbubble, Redbubble.com, uh, we have uh, created uh, our first, uh, and hopefully, in a lot of many collections of uh, T-shirts. Uh, we have a nice. Uh, a men's shirt and a women's shirt. We also have a, a baseball, like a three-quarter sleeve kind of baseball jersey shirt, which is really cool. And uh, some mugs, standard mug, a tall mug, and a travel mug. And uh, phone cases for iPhone, Android, uh, you know, Samsung, all the all of the makes. So go in there, check it out. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, we did uh, just our Resort Ears logo uh, and hashtag Get Your Ears On to uh, to start it off with. But check it out Redbubble.com to search Resort Ears. And you'll uh, you'll see our stuff on there, but uh, stuff's pretty fairly priced too. T-shirts around twenty bucks, and right. uh, well, we don't we don't it just so everyone knows how Redbubble works. It's a, basically a uh, site where you know small um, causes and, and and artists will go on there, basically create their artwork and make it into merchandise. It's all print on demand, so we don't make Mike and I don't make any serious money off this stuff. It's maybe you know a few dollars on the uh, on each. Which will help us to uh, create a better podcast for all of you, buy new equipment. So absolutely, and Greg, just as we always do, where can they find us on uh, Twitter? At Resort Ears on the Twitter and uh, Facebook.com slash Resort Ears. We're also on Instagram, uh, Periscope, uh, and all of the such. And how about Mixler? How can they join us on Mixler? Media. Mixler.com slash Resort Ears. We're on there right now. Actually, we don't have any followers as of right now, but. Go make sure you're uh, checking us out on there if you want to listen to live uh, podcasts when they're taped, unedited. We don't edit anyway, but just for that. No, and that's something that our guests, we'd like to thank. Um, yes. So it's Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, backslash yep. Resort Ears for everybody, putting it on Twitter as we speak. Uh, we had a great guest on last show, Ken Story of the Orlando Tourism Report. I'm sure you see us when you're on uh, our Twitter feed going uh, back and forth with him with different things. Uh, so we definitely want to thank him again. Um, definitely, Ken's a great guy. I was I was glad we had him on. Like he was uh, awesome. Gave us some great insight about uh, what's going on in Orlando as a whole right now. You know, and I drive all those projects and how those the, how all that will kind of have effects on Disney and uh, Disney Springs and all those things. So it was it was incredible having Ken on. And definitely, uh, you know, we definitely plan on having him on again in uh, in the coming months. So. Absolutely, and uh, make sure you guys go to uh, iTunes. Uh, I believe there's another one for, and just search Orlando Tourism Report. Like I know on my iTunes on my phone that the iTunes app, you can go in and download that right to that yeah. and listen to it. And uh, we again, thanks uh, again, Ken. I'm sure you're listening for the shout out and everything. And and for you, we will again not edit our show. <laughs> and uh, you can <laughs> you can you can follow Ken. Uh, he's uh, at Ken L Story on uh, Twitter. And uh, it's or, at Orlando Podcasts. Yeah, Podcast. And they all have a. a you can find all the one, all the people that are on the show too. They're all very knowledgeable of the Orlando area. Okay, Greg. So you have something going on different. We're gonna try uh, try this out. Yeah. Um, it's called Disney. Did you know? Disney. All did right? you know? Disney. Did you know? Did you uh, know, Mike? And like you said, this is a to try something fun and new every episode. See if this one sticks throughout the wall. Um, did you know the body of water surrounding downtown Disney, the soon-to-be Disney Springs complex, is actually technically called Village Lake, after the original Lake Buena Vista shopping village, 
the uh, shopping concept that was over in that area built back in the early 70s, uh, which obviously has changed multiple times throughout the years. But Village Lake, I, I never knew that. I actually thought it was, I thought that was Lake Buena Vista, but apparently it's not. That's, that's just a nope. made-up place. Um, so there you go. I actually uh, put some pictures of the old shopping on uh, Twitter about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Where, where the hell did you find that stuff? Well, I'm... I never, I never asked you I'm about kind of like, I'm literally kind of like a Google Jedi master, to be honest with you. Because yeah, I can really find are. some... I mean, you could definitely... There's some pictures on there that are just not from children's eyes. But I can basically <laughs> find anything... Anything and everybody that's kind of just out there by searching, um, but uh, it's uh, to be honest with you, it was. Uh, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't. The whole idea of how they had it. There's some of the original buildings still there. I'd have to look. Yeah, over the much. the marketplace side. Yeah, right? I don't like, even know. With all the construction, I doubt they're still there anymore. Um, but they kind of gave you that uh, old wooden Florida tiki look, and when you kind of looked at them the first time, yeah, um, they wouldn't obviously fly now. Um, and trust me. Um, Unfortunately, we're going to have to tell uh, kind of not the greatest story about downtown Disney to start the off the newscast, but um, they're doing some great work over there. Um, I know uh, I was in a Twitter feed this afternoon again with Ken's story about uh, someone trying to, I think it, I'd have to look it up, it's called uh, basically Saving Pleasure Island or the New Pleasure Island or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and unfortunately, um, I think Ken knows too, I, it's... Pleasure Island is, is awesome. I mean, it, it was awesome. Me, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, people want to say but it still heyday, is awesome, right? Like in the late nineties, it was cool, right? And yeah. two thousand, really cool. and eventually, people started not thinking going to clubs was fun and what wanted something um, different. You know, what they're replacing it with really isn't what I would consider Pleasure Island. It's just kind of more of anybody can go in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, I mean, I still think there should be in Disney, and I think we did talk a little bit on this. There still needs to be, because that's going to bring a lot of your locals. It's really not a whole day thing to do. It's more of a shopping area with some restaurants is what it's going to be. And, and that are, um, that, right, and that are more probably on the nightlife side of exactly, things. Exactly, exactly. And, and, you know, they're going to bring in a lot of locals from Orlando, too, um, that, you know, I still think there should be a kind of a separate section where we have bars that turn into kind of like clubs at night maybe kind of how you would now regularly see a bar in, in a city or a college town or something. that's a bad example but you know what I mean yeah like yeah you, you can have families well, or whatever like 10 o'clock and then you shut it down and it becomes kind of like a that was and that was the intent with Pleasure Island right it was right. you bought the ticket it was sort of the adults only once the kids go to bed mom and dad sneak out they go they go to the clubs but uh Hey, uh, let's let's kick off this this uh, the, the the rest of the podcast here. Yeah, like like right. Mike said, so, uh, oh, so go ahead, Mike. You, you go how ahead. How dare you? This, as as it was said in the movie, this is my ship. <laughs> Take Anyhow, it easy. Yeah, I'm joking. Okay, yeah, no, great. You're, it's all good. Uh, all right, so let's jump into news and rumors. We're going to be doing um, uh, just news and rumors this time around. Um, we don't. We're hoping to get another guest on for next show. Sorry, this shouldn't be boring for you all. As Ken said, it's a great thing to just put on the background and just listen to it because we're a little unedited. Anyhow, uh, we're going to jump right into news rumors. We have a lot, a lot to cover today. So we're going to try to get through all or as many of these shows or the stories as we can. So if we don't spend a lot of time on a story that you want to hear more about, email us at resortiers at gmail.com or get on Twitter or Facebook and say, hey, Mike and Greg, 
you talked about a new story that we want to hear more about. Can we look more about that? And that way we can kind of spend we'll a little bring more time. It, yeah, we can bring it back up next week. Uh, but to, but uh, like Mike said, we have a we're we're literally we're touching all every park and uh, and downtown Disney and more. So, all right. Uh, so without further ado, Greg, the news, my good sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, we're, yes. we're starting out in downtown Disney, uh, this story, uh, if you've been paying attention to the, any of the news today uh, around the Disney community, you may have seen this, uh, started our, our, our podcast here on not such a good note, but uh, but did, we did want to mention this, uh, a, a woman was uh, sexually assaulted behind uh, the House of Blues nightclub in downtown Disney, uh, apparently uh, last week, last Wednesday I believe it was, um, and uh, was discovered the next morning at 5.45 a.m. on July 16th, uh, several hours after House of Blues closed for the night. Uh, the identified Flo- uh, Central Florida woman was found uh, naked uh, and was lying in the shrubs behind uh, House of Blues. Um, if, you're, if you're familiar with that area, it's right, right literally on the water, right on the, there's like the Sasquatch River uh, uh, water taxi that's right behind there. There's some bushes that are surrounding, you know, surrounding House of Blues, she was found apparently behind there. Um, but her clothing, purse, and a used condom were found nearby, according to the sheriff's report. Uh, this is from the Orlando Sentinel. Um, the woman's friend said they had been drinking early in the evening before going to the Walt Disney World Entertainment District and said she consumed two bottles of ale and seven or eight shots of vodka before going to House of Bloom. So uh, she said she apparently re- did remembered going there but didn't remember leaving. Surveillance photos uh, in downtown Disney found a, a man that they identified to be the suspect. Uh, the 26-year-old Hector M. Herrera of Osceola County was arrested at his home actually tonight. This story came out tonight in the Orlando Sentinel, updated uh, about an hour ago from uh, when we're recording this. Uh, today is uh, July 23rd. So he'll face the charge of sexual battery on a physically incapacitated person. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, Mike, this is a scary story. Obviously, this stuff happens, um, unfortunately, in our society. And... Uh, of all places for it to happen, Walt Disney World is the one place that God, I mean, you, you just wouldn't think that this would happen. But, um, you know, unfortunately uh, it, it did. And, uh, you know, I think I think one thing we can say, if we take anything good away from this, is that, you know, the guy was caught um, based on surveillance footage. They got him and they tracked him down. And, um, you know, the investigation remains uh, active and open, according to the sheriff's office. But, um Hey, you know it's uh, it's good that someone was apprehended on this, and, and we'll see what, what what happens with this whole with, with this whole case uh, if we hear about it in the news again. But uh, Mike, I don't know if what you wanted to add in about this. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to give my condolences to the to to what happened to the young lady. Um, she was, like Greg said, found naked in the bushes afterwards, and she has no recognition of what happened. Um, I mean that that is a a lot of booze that when to take down beforehand, but that still doesn't shouldn't lead to, you know. I mean, you can just say what if, what if, what if. But the whole point is that right. on Disney property, a heinous crime has happened, an unforgivable, unmentionable crime has happened to a young woman, and so moving past that, um, the thing becomes is is what is Disney going to do about this right. security wise? Because they're trying to build a place not for families, but also for local residents that can come, feel safe, get a little Disney magic, do some shopping, go to some of the um, the boathouse, uh, jocks when that opens and stuff like that. Um, the whole idea that now 
you have to worry about someone doing something to your drink or taking advantage of someone who's drunk in a place that really has never reported anything like this. So we can't say it's never happened before. No, but I mean, there's, there's definitely there's been, hap- there's been cases reported in hotels of stuff like this in the right. past. You know, in years past, there's been stuff that's happened down at Disney where people have gotten drunk, gotten drunk in driving accidents, have you know died, have... You remember a few years back, there was the guy that was was uh, was drunk, fell into the uh, like the the moat uh, around uh, Planet Hollywood and, and drowned. You know, it, so it, there's there's bad stuff that happens everywhere. I think the point the point being is that this is like to me the worst, the worst that could have happened. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's something that um, I really want to know what they're going to do about just in general because this is making them look like and, and down you know excuse me. Disney Springs or Downtown Disney, whichever way you want to go, is still in its infancy of, of being completed. Unfortunately, right. it's a separate subject. When we get past this kind of morgue subject, so to speak, um, we can get a little more <laughs> uppity about different stories. But the thing is, is it's giving this a really bad overlook of like, well, this is already happening. The park's not even open. Is this going to be just a scuzz bucket place now to go? You know. Yeah, That's no, the last I, thing it, you want yeah, before I, it even opens. I agree. It's a, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's a. It's a new. It's a story you never want to hear, and something that doesn't bode well. I think for any any business, any especially an entertainment, you know, area complex um, that has establishments that are catered to adults and involve alcohol, and you know, stuff bad stuff like this when when you mix, you know. Um, Alcohol and adults and that stuff can happen. So I think one of the things you'll see, I'm sure, I'm sure right away is you'll see a, an increase of security within mm-hmm. House of Blues in particular, probably, you know, and to monitor if things if things are slipped in drinks. And who knows if that was the case? Who, I mean, we don't know, right? We're just speculating, and I, we shouldn't even be speculating. So, um, but it, it's uh, nonetheless, like I said, good to see. Glad they had the cameras, they had the security vet for surveillance, and they. They've uh, apprehended somebody on this. So, um, so anyway, we again we uh, we didn't want to start the podcast on a bad note, but no, wanted no. to make mention so. of that, of course. Uh, and like Mike said, uh, never, we never want to see anything like that happen. But uh, but wanted wanted you all to know. Uh, from there, on a much much lighter note, moving over yeah, to to, to Magic Kingdom. Uh, this it, this is one of these stories that just sneaks up on you. You know that you'll see on on like Twitter one day, and uh, I just happened to see this today. New Country Bears jug uh, a jug themed souvenir mug, debuting in Frontierland at Pecos Bills. Mike, are you going? Sorry, I'm, I'm, I know this is kind of funny. People are going to see because we do this. Are you going by order by what we wrote down, or are you jumping around? Because I'm trying to correspond, looking at the articles, re- remembering as you're talking. I'm going in the order. Oh, sorry, I added stuff in. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. No, no, adding stuff's in fine. I'm cool. At some point, though, we are going to have to take a break between all this news just because there's a lot of news. So I'm just saying. There's a lot of news, but Mike, just so you're on the same page, uh, everything else is... Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I think... Well, let's just do add-ins. Let's I think... do our add-ins quick. Oh, everything's we'll all the same until downtown Disney, but I'll, I'll take that one. Gotcha. Uh, Magic Kingdom. Okay. So anyway, like I said, these these. Uh, I, wait, wait, real quick. Right? Yeah, go ahead. That's for you, Ken. Unedited. Yeah, there's the unedited for you. Right Ken. there. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Country Bear Jamboree themed jug mug. So they're they're plastic. They look like the old you know the old uh, jug you'd see used as a spittoon or something in the corner at a at an old saloon. 
but uh, debuting in Frontierland. Apparently, they were out since July 19th. Uh, I just saw them today on Twitter, but they're at Pecos Bills. Um, they're really, really, really cool. They look like a old that old kind of timey ceramic jug that you'd see, you know, the brown jug with a kind of later tan band around it. And it has, it says Country Bears and the cartoon of the bears. Um, it's honestly something like you'd see in like, you know, circa 1980 Walt Disney World, which I think is awesome. Uh, but well, get this, Mike. The, the country, this is according to Walt Disney World website, right? This is on the menu for Pecos Bills Cafe. Under beverages, the Country Bears jug with fountain beverage, you know, any of their Coca-Cola products, $9.29. A country beer jug with raspberry lemonade slush, ten dollars and forty nine cents. That's your choices. So, so average that at a ten dollar purchase. I just went on eBay. I just googled country beer jam country beers, uh, uh, plastic mug. Someone selling in, in a, one of these used on eBay for fifty bucks. I know, and this is okay. This isn't even. We're not even twenty four hours past when they were selling it. Um, that's the that's the funny part. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of this. What kills me is the markup of this. Oh yeah. Um, from like, okay, so you're gonna spend eleven dollars for a mug, and then all of a sudden you're gonna go on eBay and spend fifty dollars on this. And it says on the it says on the description like already sold out. You know, which they are apparently already already sold out of the. No word if there's any more coming or if it was limited like uh, occurrence or or what, but uh, pretty cool stuff. Go on, go on, and check it out if you, if you just Google Country Bears, Frontierland, Pecos Bills, or D- Disney Pecos Bills, uh, you'll you'll uh, stumble across a pretty pretty neat little souvenir that uh, I I wanted to mention. So. <laughs> Sorry, we're trying to we're we're we got a lot of, it, we have a lot of angry angry fans that are asking why no periscope at this point and sorry guys it's <laughs> can't do it to, well I don't know I guess we could do it tonight but it's, the sound's gonna be way off so um, anyway no I I'm just completely I guess I'm not completely baffled because there are some huge I mean we're Disney fans but there's some huge foamers out there that are just like. I mean, I'm a monorail foamer. Don't get me wrong. You show me any kind of monorail, and I'm, I'm there. Especially Disney World. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> you know, I'm creaming, so to speak, as they would say. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I can't. Believe- okay, first of all, these are awesome. Don't get me wrong. These are awesome. Like I would love, I would love to have one. Yeah, for a ten dollar investment. Yeah, exactly. Like okay, but first of all, I can okay, I can see the pearl. It's plastic, first of all, from Trader Sam's. Right, right, right. The, going for not, sorry, 150 bucks, like I saw. But, maybe for like 20. And the black one, okay, I can see it being higher because you only get one out of 100 or whatever. The, the, Nautil- the Nautilus, so, maybe. That, okay, yeah. all right, I can see 50 that because it actually, with all the booze and stuff, it comes it out to about like, $50. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's an awesome mug. It's a ceramic mug. I just. <laughs> I, 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 I can't I, I can't see how this person sold it for fifty dollars. Like I just and he still ha- he still has it up online too. He's still, it's still yeah uh, I saw it. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so I, have, I have an add-in. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Do I get Do I get to do this? Okay. Um, couple things happen. Cool things happen tonight. Uh, first of all, 
this doesn't this doesn't even revolve around Disney, which is amazing, but it does revolve around Orlando, well, Florida, I should say. Uh, first of all, they discovered a planet that has a sun, much like ours. I heard about this. And I'm going to go on the record saying we are going to see all these alien things be true because it came from that planet over to us. I'm just saying. That's all. Where is it? I don't know, in space somewhere. <laughs> is this like part of the whole thing where they, is it near Pluto? Uh-huh. Like that whole... Yeah, it's out there. It's, it's out there somewhere. Like, because they... It's where, it's where all the aliens come in from. That's all. <laughs> oh, oh, right, right, right. Oh, uh, mission, <laughs> mission Space? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah the, CIA, <laughs> the CIA, FBI... Alien, alien the Encounter? Men in Black, they're all, they're about ready to give up. Give <laughs> us it all. Alien Encounter with Stitch? Or Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and two, I hope everyone tuned in to the local news... Uh, down in Orlando, up here we tuned in via phones um, and watched the uh, rocket launch from Cape Canaveral, and uh, it's awesome. I watch everyone that's gone up so far. Um, it's it's so cool, Greg, to see the the, the rocket launches. Uh, I I miss the space shuttle tremendously. Uh, they have some really cool pictures on Twitter. Just kind of look up and down your feed. Most of you have like WECH or uh, News Six or Fox Thirty Five. Uh, they had basically a form that had people posting uh, back and forth. So that's my two add-ins so far. Um, anywho, see, Greg just ran out of the room, and this is another one of these unedited moments when it is just me. Uh, yeah, there he is. Okay. See, there he's back, everybody. So this is the moments when I wish we had Periscope so people could see this. I'm back. Sorry um, about that, folks. All right, go for it. Okay, my, that's my two add-ins. Cool. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. I had a dash. Let me just start this over again at this point. Grab a beverage. No, no, no. <laughs> so, listen, uh, next news story from Epcot. This is a big one. And, uh, Mike, we, this is in our intro. A major new sponsor attraction is coming to Epcot's Innovation East. And, uh, folks, we've been waiting for a new, a new sponsor attraction to become, seems like, forever. And to the to the west portion, we still have no idea what's happening there. That's still closed down, as everyone knows. But Innovation's East, they're welcoming this new exhibit later this year. It's going to be called uh, Color Copia, sponsored by uh, the paint manufacturer Glidden. Glidden's Color Copia. Yeah. Did I get the right? Color Topia. Sorry, I, where the hell did I get? To- I was trying to say Cornucopia. That's why. <laughs> I haven't been drinking, folks, tonight either. Color Topia. The, uh, the Color Topia exhibit we located in Innovations East will feature a narrative tour with an interactive uh, activity uh, or activities. Uh, a mobile app and website will also be part of the exhibit in some way. Um, according to Mark Lancia, senior brand manager from Glidden. Quote, pairing the magic of the park experience with the magical role color plays in our lives is an exciting opportunity for the Glidden brand. Glidden, uh, uh, we're excited to share color uh, Topia experience with the park's visitors from the world. I don't understand why I'm having such a hard time saying what this uh, attraction's called, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, what's interesting is Glidden does have a relationship with Disney also. Uh, they have a, a licensing deal with, um, with Glidden with, for Disney paints. The Disney branded paint, so you can get like the color of uh, like Mickey's shoes yellow, or like a Disney black color, or like uh, you know Mickey's pants red, like the same color. Um, and apparently they're sold at Walmart's, and I didn't even know this, but uh, 
this story was on uh, WW Magic um, the, the other day. So pretty pretty cool though. Again, it's going to open I guess at Epcot in late fall of this year. So you know we're just a few months away from uh, this new this new uh, exhibit. So pretty exciting. I mean it's it's good to see at least it, it's I think honestly Mike you know. From a fan's perspective here, it's good to see any movement at Epcot, even if it is an Innovate Interventions exhibit, because, uh, God, I mean, things have gotten so stale, you know, there, as we've well documented, and everyone in the, you know, theme park community has, uh, you know, knows, so, uh, so I'm, I'm all for it. Well, um, okay, yeah, we're going to go to a paint company for entertainment. Um, I, you know what? I, <laughs> of course. I just, I, Let's hear what the peanut gallery has to say about <laughs> it. Uh, no, people were one on the Twitter. There was a, we had a tweet, and I, uh, you said this morning about how, uh, how you, you're waiting for me to go off on some things. Yeah. And, um, the thing is, is I'm happy that we're getting a, a new sponsor in Epcot to try to kind of do something with it all. Um, my thing is freaking, because a pain company, I mean, I wonder if this is like. I, I guess I can't. And the only thing I can like see is like a bunch of paint on a wall. That's what Glidian does. Like I'm just trying to figure out what you were like. Just what saying, it's like, going to be? How, yeah. And, and like, after reading right. what I just was reading, like how. Uh, how they're going to do this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it, it going to be it, this? like an educational thing about how they make paint or how color affects our lives or? Right, like what exactly will it be? I mean, who in knowing that these aren't you know huge rides or you know really at all? Who knows? It's a you know I I I really wish I really wish that uh, we we're hearing a story about Innovations West right now. Yeah, me too. Can you still hear me? Okay, I took my ear. My earbuds are killing me. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. hoping it's okay. Oh, uh, uh, wait, we just want Periscope too. I got now. I have ten. Uh, the glass Jenna girl. I got like five other people asking why we're not on Periscope right now. So I have to appease the masses. I'll turn the air conditioners off just so I can appease the masses. Um, Mike's gonna be sweating profusely, like passing out. Um. So at any rate, like I said, I think you know we we want to hear about what's gonna happen with West, which uh, you know, and we noted last in the last show, Jim Hill had had uh, brought up a rumor that it would be some sort of Star Wars themed uh, museum almost. Kind of, and I think also sort of a preview. Is this like a, I don't know. Like all I keep thinking, I hear paint. I'm thinking paint, paint, uh, paint the night. Which right, that's exactly what it, I thought this of is too. Like a preload or nah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think this is another you know example of they have an existing relationship with a company. You know, it, it, it's it's a it's the right time for that company. You know, for them to be involved. I'm sure they got a good deal. Disney needs something new right now, so. I don't know. I just we need to ask like um, Drunk at Disney or or Ken or somebody about what. What I don't, I can't envision it. Is a problem. I, can, I don't know. I, I can't. I mean, when we get there's more. Ep, I think we have more Epcot news, right? Yeah, we got we got a lot more. So when we get back to Epcot, we can talk about some other things. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. it's just. I don't. I just hope this sounds good. To be honest with you, <laughs> I just um. 
I just I can't envision it. I, I'm done with the story. I'm sorry. I wanted to add so much more to it, but I can't. I'm happy something new's coming in. I'm happy new big sponsors coming in. I just all I see is painted walls, some lasers, maybe some uh, <laughs> some lasers. <laughs> maybe you could like paint the walls a different color <laughs> by yourself. Kind of like going to Home Depot, you could pick out swatches. Like oh I don't understand God. where this is going, but. Hey, who, who right. knows? You read the next story. While you read the next story, I'm gonna go turn the AC off, and I'm gonna try to get Periscope running. All right. So, this one, Mike, uh, this one's really near and dear to your heart. I'm heading over to Disney Hollywood Studios. More Frozen coming to the studios for the remainder of this summer. The Ice Palace Boutique will join Frozen Summer Fun at Disney Hollywood Studios later in July, and uh, it's just something we can't get rid of, Mike. But um, the Ice Palace Boutique, July 26th, will, will uh, be a place where guests uh, 3 to 12 can undergo a Frozen-inspired transformation. It will be located in the former American Idol uh, edition area. This is on www.matic.com, by the way. Uh, but uh, just across from the ABC commentary, commentary. Uh, they have multiple packages. Uh, one is a $75 package that uh, has an Anna or Elsa-inspired Shimmering makeup palette, face gems, nail polish, a braided hair piece with a sparkling snowflake accessory, and a exclusive photo opportunity. There's also another uh, package which you get uh, a reserved seating for their frozen sing along for a buck seventy five, or the Ice Palace Boutique Deluxe package for two forty, which includes the costume plus all the stuff offered in the boutique package. So you're not just getting a hair and makeup thing. It's a whole costume also. Um, oh, sorry. And there's also an Olaf-inspired package, which is an Olaf t-shirt and glittered hairstyle for 19.95. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, I knew welcome that I, to um, everybody that's on. Oh, hey, guys. Your freaking Periscope. We love all you. I had to turn my air conditioning off. Fat man don't like hotness, but it's okay. Um, hi Ken, nice to see you. Hi Jenna, nice to see you. Hi, nice to see everyone else. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm sure you all love about you can watch my face get redder because the first story you're gonna come on is my favorite thing talking about Frozen. Anyhow, um, I don't know. I'm I'm just done with it. <laughs> you know, I was, I, when I was writing all this this stuff up for the show, I was thinking, what would you, what was he gonna say? Hollywood Studio is. Can you guys? <laughs> turn, wait, let me turn this up so people can actually hear you talking. Sorry. Oh God, service is horrible. Anyhow, Hollywood Studios is like a dying something. You know what I mean? Like it just. It, out of everything you could add to Disney Hollywood Studios, you just put Frozen in. Well, listen. They have they have a piece of IP that's enormously successful. Although I think it's arguable now whether it's declining in its popularity, but they have this enormously enormously successful piece of IP. They had to stick it somewhere, right? They try, they had the meet and greet Magic Kingdom. Now they're gonna move to Epcot. They're gonna stick that over there. Meanwhile, you have this dying park with half the stuff's closed off. Even more is going to be closed off soon. They just closed the 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 Magic Animation thing. One Man's Dream is probably going to close soon. Who knows? Streets of America will be gone. 
So Frozen is it's it's literally like the band-aid holding together that park for a temporary I mean even think about this. Even the stage that's in front of the Chinese theater is a temporary stage. I mean it's almost it's almost like a living joke. I mean everything is temporary about it. I just think it's it's gotten to the point where, you know, I knew I figured something like this had to be coming, right? Like they have the they had the Bibbidi Bobby boutique over at the kingdom. They they had to be capitalizing more on this. And I think they're they're gonna suck it dry. I be I'm honest with you. I think they're gonna anything they can get out of Frozen, they're gonna get out of Frozen. I wouldn't be surprised to see the same suck this. It dry. Well, yeah, it's whatever. already been sucked dry. I, I w- it's like a spider. It's like a spider with a moth. Yeah, I w- it's already been sucked dry, cocooned, and thrown out. <laughs> uh, Ken just said something that they might have picked a contractor uh, for Star Wars Land. So they'll Wow, that's 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 a breaking one. Yeah, so um, that's huh. good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So and, uh, and Deep Park Insider is reporting it. So we will really? look more into that. Ken, that is all you. You're the one that said it, so you get all the credit for it. Uh, we'll all look into that one. Hopefully, that is truth. Um, he made a good point too. Ken made a good point just a minute ago. He's on our Periscope. Inside Out is huge. Absolutely. Inside Out is freaking huge. Why is it getting no treatment whatsoever in any of these parks? Well, I, I You're think you're telling it's, me like Hollywood Studios, like you can't, you can't put some Inside Out love in there. It's. I think it's way too early on Inside Out to to do anything major. I mean, we think of. Uh, we t- Greg, look how look how early they jumped on Frozen. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it, it wasn't that early. Think think about it. I mean, Big Hero Six was enormously successful. More so than, than than Inside Out's been, and they they have they barely scraped the surface with Big with Big Hero Six. They they jumped on Frozen, basically changed a whole friggin' theme park around for it two months before it left theaters. Little Mermaid was eighty something, and it finally came in the nineties. Yeah, Inside Inside Out has look, look at okay, let's push it even farther. Ant Man. Ant Man is doing absolutely fabulous in the movies right now. It looks it looks cool. No one has claim to that. Why can't they put Ant Ant Man in the park at Hollywood Studios for something? True. Yeah, that that wouldn't be in that, that wouldn't, saying, like, that wouldn't be in the Marvel park, agreement. You literally have like it, it's kind of, <laughs> Disney Hollywood Studios right now is kind of like the backlot of Universal Studios in Hollywood after the fire. It's just <laughs> a shell of something, and you need yeah. to put something in it. I understand you want to put Frozen in; it's going to bring revenue. Yada yada yada. Can you just just throw Frozen into Magic Kingdom somewhere? Put Frozen on the other spire where they do Bibbidi Boppy Boutique. You know, I heard, you know what I mean? You know what I heard too recently. Um, there's gonna be there. I think there are other studios that are adding in like a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse meet and greet type thing, which was like a, you know, the, in the Disney Junior area over there, which is smart because they're they're gonna get they're gonna bring more families into that park when. Wh- no, but I really, I mean, like. For someone who has a young, a younger, a young, a nearly two-year-old daughter, like who loves Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, watch, I watch it. I have, I yeah, have to, like on, on like a, at least once or twice a week basis. But I'm, I was like so surprised why they hadn't done anything with that, with that show in any of the parks to appeal to that, you know, toddler age, uh, families with top with toddlers, and they, and they just, they, like, apparently they're gonna, they're gonna come uh, to house trees with it. But interesting. That they're doing this frozen stuff too right now because I think it's gonna bring in more of the families because they want to see these specific attractions, right? They're gonna hear about it and they're gonna promote those. So they're 
while all this construction's going on, but they still want to get folks to pay $95 a ticket, right? And it's going to be to a point where it's just not going to be worth the money without something. So I think at least having these little tidbits of of, of sparkle might uh, right. might might make it a little more worthwhile for for families. But we'll see. Hey, let's go on to the next story. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go change the. I'm going to change the fire alarm. Everybody keeps saying a little beeping fire alarm. You think it's a fire, but I have a change. I'm gonna go do it now. Yet again, I'm gonna go do something for our fans. Greg, the next news story, please. <laughs> Thank you. Back in a jiffy. Moving over to downtown Disney, uh, the clean boathouse eatery in downtown Disney just got a little more because we all know it's pretty darn expensive. Uh, apparently, they are doing. Uh, they're finally uh, uh, offering uh, discounts. Sorry for both annual pass and this DVC uh, holders, DVC members at uh, the boathouse. There's a 15% discount uh, for lunch and dinner, also a 10% discount, and uh, savings also on the Amphicar tours on the lake. So pretty pretty interesting uh, that finally there's some discounts finally coming to the boathouse. They did join it, like uh, everyone knows, they joined the Disney Dining Plan about a month ago, but uh, it's nice to see finally that they're offering AP and DVC discounts for lunch and dinner. So not bad, I mean, 15% for lunch there, uh, if you're an AP holder or a DVC member, it's worth going to lunch there for, for you know once once during your trip. For if 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 you're you know pass holder for a fifteen percent discount, I think. Yeah, and we'll get to the, the story about Tables of Wonderland a little bit. I believe we have a story about that about the rumor going around of it going bye bye, like everything good that yeah. everybody likes. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. We have a lot of new stories, so there's going to be a break coming up, maybe one or two breaks. I don't know, depending on how far we get before we need to stop talking for a little bit. Um, I, whatever. Uh, honestly, uh, I was changing the darn fire alarm for everyone, so I missed most of the story. Um, the, uh, anytime I can get something just a little bit cheaper at Disney, I'm okay with. Right. Well, especially the bow house, and when we know the prices there are crazy. And cra- the baked Alaska to- is wonderful, Ken. Wonderful. But next yeah. news story: staying in downtown Disney. This one was a little bit of a surprise to me. Uh, the soccer fan gear store will be back in downtown Disney. The United World Soccer store, which uh, was in downtown Disney originally, uh, which was it was a, a store that was a, I guess technically called a pop-up store. Which was during the World Cup uh, between D Street and a can- Goofy's Candy Cauldron. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. This is where it's sorry, sorry, folks. <laughs> the store was was in that area originally during the World Cup. It moved out. They had a trailer actually that they set up uh, on the opposite side of House of Blues and uh, Cirque du Soleil over there, selling soccer gear, like sort of temporary. Um, which I was surprised that they even did that, but apparently there was enough demand for it because the store has now come back again. Uh, it now is a full store, uh, and is yeah, and is occupying the former uh, Hoi Polloi store, which is between Sunglass Icon and Sosa Cigars, which is sort of the end of that strip before you get to uh, 
or yeah, before Disney Plus. So, um, so the tons of soccer merchandise in there for fans. If you're into soccer, I am not. Mike, I know you kind of are, but they also, which I thought was interesting, is are selling Orlando City soccer merchandise, the uh, MLS team this year that is new to uh, the city of Orlando. So, thought that was pretty cool. You can customize jerseys. You can get uh, Orlando City stuff. Uh, while you're on vacation at Disney World. Kind of neat. So, Mike, your take? Well, I gotta say, I, um, I mean, (laughs) I mean, I'm not born, I'm I'm an American. I like my my American sports, there's no doubt about it, Um, but I've been uh, with a girl for four years who is a huge soccer fan, her whole family, so I've started going crazy. Um, I will say that, uh, if I have to pick an MLS team, I'm not going to lie. I really am starting to like this Orlando team. I'm going to go off on a tangent real quick here. Um, so I bought <laughs> I bought FIFA 15. I love the FIFA games, right? I was going to I bought the game first of all, and the things like 50 bucks, which don't even get me started on that. That's a different rant, different day. I on the premise that they would have Orlando in it. It's a new element. It's it's a uh, New M- uh, MLS team. Usually, you can think about like, well, I don't know, like uh, MLB 2K. What was it like 13 the last year that they made it? The Florida Marlins. Well, guess what? They, the Florida Marlins just moved or whatever like that. They put the new stadium in the game. Like usually, when there's a big team move, these games go like crazy. They like to put different things in them. And I really thought my premise for buying FIFA 15 was like, well, I can play as Orlando, the Lions, right? Orlando Football Club. And I can play it, like, at the Citrus Bowl. I can feel like I'm, like, down there or whatever, you know, just having some fun or whatever. I put the damn freaking game in, and they don't even have it. They don't They don't have it. How do they not have an MLS team in there? there there's got to be, like, a, da- a, a download, right? There's got to be a download update there's for no it. There's no download. There's no update. There's no really? nothing. Really? Wow. That's, yes, there's nothing. That's shocking, honestly. It is. No, it really is. But back to um, back to, back to the uh, the soccer store. Listen, there's a good multicultural, like definitely Brazilian thing going on in, in Orlando as far as people like I'm not, you know, U.S. Well, not born in the U.S. Uh, I should say, and it's soccer's getting bigger every year, especially yeah. the World Cup. Like they had, first of all, I think Fox did a terrible job covering the World Cup, the Women's World Cup. I do. Um, ESPN does a really good job at it. Not as bad as job as they did covering the U.S. Open for golf on their story from another day. That was a fail and a half. Anyhow, um, but soccer's big. Soccer's big. You know, there's a... And I can see it definitely being bigger down in Florida. You know, there's... Than up here. I yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, look, they have an MLS team. We have plenty of soccer shops up here that sell New England Revolution stuff, especially in Boston. So there's one, I believe, in the Florida City Mall. I believe I can double-check with Ken on that one. has a uh, soccer one, a soccer store like that, and then there's also the one in uh, downtown Disney. So I'm probably going to – Florida Mall, excuse me, will probably uh, be around. I do. Yeah. Let's see why not. Yeah, yeah. So. It makes sense. Um, next story, jumping outside of, of the world real quick. This is the only Universal story I wanted to touch on, but over at Universal, in, in, uh, if you folks have been following the news this week, in Sapphire Falls, the resort uh, over there, has announced its opening on July 14th, 2016. 
and they're already taking reservations apparently for Sapphire Falls. Uh, the the art they've put out, Mike, is is quite stunning. I mean, they've really done a nice job. It's it's all computer uh, art renderings. It's not you know even the stuff. Uh, um, I I like the stuff, and if you remember like what Disney did with the early Polly stuff and some of the stuff for uh, like Trader Sam's Grotto, where it was the like hand sketched stuff. Which is which is nice, but I like seeing this computer. I mean, real, very realistic looking uh, mockups. And I tell you what, this has a very South Seas feel that I think it's almost this. I think if the if the poly could could, I mean, you're probably gonna disagree with me on this one, but if the poly could just be knocked down and rebuilt from scratch, it might look a lot like this Sapphire Falls Resort. I mean, this is. It, they definitely are going for after that crowd. It's a lot less tiki and kind of kitschy. Um, yeah. This, you know, it's very much more adult kind of oriented. But I mean, even down to the giant glass like balls hanging from the ceiling in the lobby, in uh, some of the seating and stuff, is very much looks a lot like what they've done with with the poly. So interesting to see how this one will play out for uh, for Lowe's and for Universal. But uh, but yeah, so they're taking reservations. Uh, well, it will be a thousand room hotel. So I mean, that's that's a lot of rooms, you know, for by any any standard, and especially at this level, this isn't like a value at all uh, hotel. But uh, well, it'll definitely tie in nicely. They're having a sixteen thousand square foot uh, zero entry pool, a white sand beach, private cabanas, a water slide, fire pit. So the the, the overall theme of this will tie in great with with Volcano Bay uh, water theme park once that opens. A um, couple taverns. Uh, throughout the uh, resort as well, and, uh, and bar areas for for adult guests. Um, this is according to uh, uh, Craig Williams over at uh, the Diz. He had in his uh, his article on this that the value season rates will start at one nineteen per night for a seven night stay, or one forty three a night for a four night stay. Um, summer season rates will start at one seventy six a night for seven nights, or two oh six per night for a four night stay. Um, he uh, he has in there in in here, so pretty interesting. Uh, definitely a higher priced resort than uh, than uh, uh, sorry lower lower priced resort than staying let's say at a Disney resort of uh, of the Lowe's caliber. You know if you could equate uh, a Lowe's resort to something like on, on property Disney, this is you know I I'd say, I mean a Lowe's a Lowe's property is pretty on par with. You know, something like the Contemporary, for example. And you're going to pay a lot less to stay here for a brand new hotel uh, that has the, you know, sort of, the, the like I said, South Seas or sort of Caribbean uh, feel. A great resort pool next to a brand new water park and an amazing theme park. So, you know, i tell you what, I wouldn't mind staying here if I was planning my next uh, vacation in Central Florida. Mm. Uh, actually hiring. I saw that I'd actually like to put an application in myself um, just because it's well, what I do. That's my job. Um, oh, front desk manager. Oh, and, oh, anyhow, uh, Lowe's Resort. I love Lowe's Resorts. I actually wish that Disney would give some of their resorts to Lowe's Resorts. They are really, really, really good. Um, they're good to work for. I've heard nothing but good things to work for. They know how to run a hotel. Their hotel's beautiful. Can I do kind of agree the pool does look at Caribbean, uh, sorry, the um, the other one, 
Cabana Bay does look a little bit better than than this one. But those are just artist renderings, and you'd be surprised how much changes um, beyond what you're doing. Uh, I would start doing reservations now. I really think this hotel is going to be a sellout all the time. And those rates are going to, again, we talked about it a little bit on, on the show with Ken uh, last week. It was last week, two weeks ago. Like, these resorts for Orlando are going to give, especially because, like, those resorts, I really do, I'll keep praising them, are going to give Disney a run for their money. Where some people might actually stay in these resorts and go to Disney. Right. Instead of instead of doing the reverse and spending maybe a day or two at Universal making the drive up I-4, they'll do the reverse and say, hey, let's just go to Magic Kingdom and maybe, you know, Epcot for a day or something and stay here and do Universal, do Islands Adventure, do, you know, Wizarding World, all that stuff, City Walk, and make that their sort of home, you know, the, the base of uh, their vacation and do the do the commute over to Disney. It's, uh, that's going to be interesting. Like, that's it. And I think with, now that you have, you have Cabana Bay there, you have, you'll, you'll have Sapphire Falls, Portofino Bay, the Hard Rock. You have a nice kind of from from value to to high end kind of range of hotels that that could suit multiple guests that'll be a nice you know something nice I think for um, for any any even the family traveler you know that might want something a little nicer that's uh, not terribly priced either like those prices are really reasonable you know for a new hotel like this that offers those kind of amenities so it's low all their hotels are competitive price like this and they're beautiful properties like I said I Really, kind of want to um, possibly put a put a application. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you but should. anyhow, you um, one other little thing too. You know, uh, we heard it on the Orlando Tourism Report. We've heard it on other um, podcasts and, and friends we have on, on Twitter and friends we have down there that you know, the next five years, next maybe even sooner, three five years, Orlando's going to become crazy. Like I think it's going to become such like you're going to want to just stay in the city itself and go to everything around it you know and I think that that's right, exactly right. what why these little resorts are going to be so nice and they're going to change and they're going to be competitive pricing because they're getting ready for that you know yeah and uh, I truly truly believe that you know um, I love Disney you know I'm first and foremost all about Disney and I think nothing will ever take away from Disney the whole you know like we're staying on Walt's property we're staying on Disney and we're taking a Disney trip and stuff like that. I think that'll, that'll never go away. No, I agree. Um, I think it will come to a point, though. I do really think, and I, again, my, my minor is in resort development. I really do think that Disney is in a spurt right now where they're packing the parks in and people are going and this and that. Uh, and the construction's taking forever, I know. But there will be another low. There will be another low in all this. And it'll go down. It, it's not going to, you know, you're going to see a huge dip, but you're going to see it go back to where there will be an off season and stuff like that. And that's Disney's going to have a wake-up call of, you know, oh crap, it's over and Universal's kind of doing a little bit better than us right now. What can we do? Yeah. And that is that that is that is not getting ahead of yourself. That is knowing your demographics. That's knowing how the city's changing. And not saying that. Di- di- I mean, let, let's face it. Disney has a whole friggin' department to that. I know all about the department. They have a whole department to that. We studied it in school. But they're going to have to look and be like, okay, when this lull, when this high is over right now, and we're going back to normal, normal people, and not as many people are coming in the parks, it will happen. Maybe we have to build some new rides. Maybe we, this Avatar Land gets built. 
doesn't do good as expected, which I kind of think it's going not to do great as expected. What are we going to do to offset Cabana Bay and Sapphire Falls and Wizarding World of Harry Potter, uh, Fun Spot, the New Orlando Eye, when all that's taken care of, you know, um, all those things and all those great rumors and, and things that we hear from right. all of our other friends. Right. Like, what are they going to do when all of a sudden they wake up and they're like, oh, well, uh, I mean, that's it. And, 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 you know, you and I have said this time and time again, but I mean, Disney hasn't had to do anything for the better part of 20 years and they've been sitting on it and and counting their counting their chickens you know what I mean and not had to worry about really reinventing the wheel I mean the, the, right the recipe worked like like there's <laughs> Ken no goes, Ken goes maybe a frozen gift shop yeah seriously <laughs> uh, you know so so it's it's time I'm glad it's here uh, Sapphire Falls will be nice though uh, you know good good for Universal so uh, but, hey, real quick, Greg. Yeah, what's your ahead. thought? You're gonna like this. Is a real quick thought, and we'll go back to a new story. What's your take on Uber? I I have not uh, myself used Uber. Um, I don't like really using taxis anymore. If I don't have to, to be honest with you, just in general. So I would. <laughs> I just I don't know. Something about it skis me out. So I if I had to, uh, when I was in a city that had Uber, I would probably use it. I I, I wish I have had a chance to use it I haven't but if I if I the opportunity arose I definitely would try it out but I've heard good things about it and everything I've read has been positive I can tell you I liked it for about two days until I saw everybody getting carjacked that was doing it and all these stories coming out of people disappearing to places and stuff that they weren't supposed to be so well, I mean that's that's just the, really the risk you take I guess with any like getting in any stranger's car right and yeah but at least you're getting into cab companies before. you're getting into a car that's a cabbie all right, has GPS on it. They're all under one group. Yes, you could have those really crazy people that are out in the world. We know that, but I feel like you're just going to get into a car with somebody. It's uh, regardless of what they're going through. That doesn't really work for a big company. They're just kind of like a. I don't know. It, it just. I I guess it, it's just person by person. I would rather just take a. Of course, you know anything to do with trains and monorails. That's all I could ride for the rest of my life, and I'll be fine. But. Anyways, uh, you know how that goes. All right, next news story. I actually just saw it today. On, I don't know where I saw this. It may have been the news or something. There was a thing about senior citizens and how not having the ability to drive, you know, really affects your life. Obviously, you can't get out. You can't do social things or whatever. And how Uber was helping change that. That it may have been an Uber PR thing, and that they, they it was like it's like senior citizen awareness month, or I, I don't know, I could be making this completely, but I saw something where there's a whole yeah. thing where like the happy old lady was getting in an Uber, and the 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 pleasantly like well well shaven, cleaned up Uber driver assists the old lady into his like spotless Toyota Yaris or whatever the hell, and they they <laughs> Prius and they drive away like. <laughs> And she's all happy as she goes out to lunch with her girlfriends, and she t- yeah. takes her home and helps her into her house, like this whole thing. It's like, this this doesn't actually happen, ever. You know? is there a, gives her a cookie and some penny whistles. <laughs> but, but Thank you, is, Sonny! Like, I'm like reading, I'm kind of reading some Periscope and, and stuff like that, and it seems like you can get, it, I think someone just said like a ride in Uber is $22 to Epcot or a cab 75 or something like that. From where? The, the I the thing is, is I think it's all different. Like up, down there, okay, maybe it's a little better than it is up here. I know up here, like in New York, 
those guys are like at a point where they're gonna take up muskets and start having a civil war. Oh yeah, like it's ridiculous. I like, think it's everywhere. The, the cabbies are, are very yeah, uh, but in New York it's the worst. It's, yeah, I mean they're like running each other off the road. I'm dead serious to get the fair. Oh yeah, but anyhow. Um, well, hey, speaking of speaking of uh, transportation and cars, this is the next uh, good story. Hess gas stations, which are, are across the property in Walt Disney World, uh, Hess is out. Their their brand is pretty much gone. They were, uh, they they basically this is really interesting a transition that happened. But uh, nationwide, uh, Speedway Speedway brand uh, gas stations Speedway LLC purchased Hess Hess Retail Holdings at a cost of about two point eight billion uh, last year, and they're just getting around to now making this. Uh, Speedway was given three years to make the change over. This is a story according to uh, Dwayne Babel over at the. Orlando Sentinel. Uh, so now this Speedway brand, which in the Northeast, I'm not at all, Mike, I don't know if you are, I'm not at all familiar with, but apparently there's a gas station, gas station called Speedway. Is, was this popular in the Southeast, or is that... Yes, sir. Okay. They had them, um, they had them in uh, <laughs> Kengo Speedway does buy seven, get one drink free. Um, <laughs> they had them in, uh, when I was working in South Carolina. Oh, gotcha. Uh, okay. They have one. Oh, that, uh, makes, that makes sense, then. Down in Florida, in the Palm Coast, from my... Uh, my grandparents are around. They're around that area, Palm Coast, Daytona area. They have them down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they'll have them now. I don't. In. I don't, I don't it was, I, I mean, it's look, the hardcore Disney fans, like the those foamers we were talking about, like are, that are going crazy over this whole like, you know, spend a million dollars to have a chef teach you a meal kind of deal. Yeah. You know, here here's a hundred and thirty yeah. bucks. Here's how to make a grilled cheese or whatever. Yeah, but salad. Yeah. You know, um. It's a gas station. No offense. It's a freaking gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all expensive. You know, Hess, another two years it could be an Exxon. Uh, another two years it could be a Flying J. Another two years it could be, I don't know. It's just, yeah. people are going crazy because it's been a Hess forever. And they don't want it to change. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. crap yeah. people. Like, it's a gas station. There, there are bigger things at Disney to fry right now, such as let's get... Avatar done. Let's get Disney. You know, forget Avatar. Let's get Disney Hollywood Studios back to an actual freaking theme park, or at least started. Right. We do love Hess. We have Hess everywhere here. You guys are actually one step ahead of us. We used to have. Okay, ready, everybody on Periscope. You guys are all gonna cry. We used to have Wawa here. Wawa. You're right. We did. I I actually forgot about that. Yeah. My father. We used to go to Wawa all the time. Get the get the donuts. The we had them down here. There was one on Route 80 in East Haven. Uh, in Hamden on, on is that Krausner now? Yeah, every Wawa turned into a Krausner's, which which suck. Yes, so Florida, be careful because they, it's it. Don't worry, I don't, I, don't, I don't think the mighty powerful Krausner's brand's gonna spread it. Outside of Pennsylvania, Florida. Outside of Pennsylvania, Wawa, Connecticut was like the next biggest state. They had them all in the. I love Wawa's. The the new one, the new like redesign Wawa's very. They're always nice and clean. They have great. Their coffee's amazing. They do like good decent like sandwiches and stuff. Uh, anyway, this story about the Hess thing. I think the Hess Car Care Center at the TCC. Um, so that's also converting to a Speedway. Or and it, this already has happened. This is from last week. But there's 250 stations in Florida apparently that are converting, and uh, and the three gas stations in uh, at Walt Disney World. So. I mean, uh, hey, as long as it's like moderately clean and they keep the things up and they look nice, I think, hey, I don't care what kind of gas they're selling, right? But uh, uh, 
Pretty much. I mean, like I said, it's a gas station. We have bigger fish to fry here in Disney than than a gas station. And you know what? I'm totally. You know what? They should. You know, what? get rid of the freaking gas station for Wawa. I'm totally with everybody in Periscope right now. Put a freaking Wawa. We miss what. I want to sign a petition in Connecticut to get, I'm fired up right now, to get Wawa back. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I hate Krausner's. I hate that German store. I just get rid of it. Bring back the all-American Wawa. I would do anything for a Wawa sub. i do anything for a Wawa soda. And i do anything for a damn Wawa donut. It is just so, it's Wawa. I wow. miss it. I go buy Krausner's. I look at it and I just remember Wawa. It's like a part of my childhood. Well, which is ripped away. This but, portion of the podcast brought to you in part by Wawa. <laughs> Yeah. I, so. so. All right. Let's do one more, and uh, we'll take a quick break. Cool. Um, this one, uh, a, a, you may have seen this one. Uh, this happened this week, but the contemporary added uh, some bus stop time arrival screens. These are like outdoor televisions that have uh, what time the bus is going to show up estimated, uh, all on the Disney transport system. Uh, on each park, you know, by their park's logo, where it's going to go, the two water parks, and the downtown Disney entertainment complex, and uh, pretty interesting. It, I think this is really cool because then, you know, a lot of times if you're staying on property, you get you wait in line there. You're at your resort. It's hot as hell. You, you know, wait. You, you know, you just you just want to get where you're going, and you're at the mercy of Disney buses. And if it's, you know, if they're not showing up uh, uh, on time, it can get really painful, and end up having to go other places and just catch the bus there. So. So I mean, this is pretty cool. I think they're gonna they're gonna see how this goes. If the system works well, they'll, you'll see this across the across the resort and uh, and roll that everywhere. So my question is, why has why is it taking this long to put it out? I mean, well, this is and this is what I found. WDW Magic had this one. Uh, apparently, Animal Kingdom Lodge, I'm reading here, and Grand Floridian have been testing this system for the last couple of years. And a full for all the resorts has been expected. Okay, can I just cut you off real quick here? Yeah. Okay, I got the pen in my, my hand, folks. That's how you know I'm serious. The Boston subways, like, end of 1800s into the early 1900s, had fucking signs that told you when. They weren't LEDs, obviously, but it was a sign that said, next train, and it would light up. You're telling me that this is the, the first time that they're getting bus arrival times yeah. I'm a transportation nut this just pisses me off like come on yeah. like how do you not th- could you, you could have put some old Zenith TVs up there that just said next bus arriving that would have been fine that's on the way back machine Sonic whatever it is around I don't care <laughs> it's taking them this long to make freaking signs that says next bus arriving and first of all since we're on that whole downtown you see you mentioned it, downtown Disney they need to do something to get a little more buses on what I call the Death Valley. That's from the, the Valley Resorts over to, like, the water parks in downtown Disney. Have you noticed, last time I was down there, and I've noticed everybody talks about it or just kind of just ask around, there's, like, hardly any buses that run that way from the Values over there. It's like, I call it, like, the Death Valley Corridor. Like, you you can get a bus at, like, 10 o'clock, and you'd be lucky if you get a bus back by 10 p.m. the next night. The pro- and you're just like, yeah, it's Death Valley. The problem, the biggest problem, is if you make ADRs and they're later on the evening when everyone else is also going places, and buses fill up, and they want you want to go out and you want to go down to Disney, or you're trying to go back to one, of, you know, Epcot, for example. That's one. That's usually a tough time. Hey, right. there's a couple, couple more uh, news stories here. I wanted to touch on Mike before, and then let's take a break before we hit rumors. That works for you. Uh, 
see here. Uh, yeah, I can do that. I just gotta go to the bathroom. That's the biggest thing. All right. Well, why don't we? Uh, I really wasn't done with the bus thing, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. If you if you didn't no, more, no, didn't more to add. I didn't want to. Get, if you were so fired up by Wawa, I didn't want you to. You know. Look, here's this is what I envision. This is what I envision. They get rid of the damn buses. They make monorails that run to every damn resort, no, and there's a Wawa at every station. Nonsense. There's just a Wawa that sells Wawa <laughs> things at every station. <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right, go ahead. Come on. Next news story. Uh. Richard Petty driving experience. We all know that's closing. The Walt Disney World Speedway will be closing soon to make room for more parking lot at Magic Kingdom. The uh, the cars from back from like the late nineties or two thousands, actually the Dodge Charger uh, body model, are uh, were on eBay actually, and uh, the the thing sold for thirty five hundred bucks. No engine, no tranny, but it's just basically the bottle, the body, and uh, chassis. Um, but uh, I just thought it was a pretty cool note. But it, it was this whole thing, you might, you know, we've, we've documented as well on the show. So sad that, to me, this thing closed. I mean, obviously, the fatality of the track uh, back in wherever that was. With it. Was, was oh, complete. That was just kind of the tip of the iceberg eBay. for... No, on eBay. For, uh, for when this thing, you know, ended. But, uh, but pretty cool. So someone somewhere bought this historic piece of... Disney history, a treasure, if you will. So I guess this is what you're calmly asking me to get you for Christmas. <laughs> Outbid the son of a bitch. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think you think we can get this thing that'll never do anything, just like <laughs> just the monorail that'll never do anything for like five thousand? Exactly. I hope it's the, I'm hoping it's the same guy in fucking Alabama or wherever it was that bought the monorail cap and bought this thing. <laughs> we could just park the non-working DAS car next to the non-working monorail uh, and just he'll have like he'll have one of the boats from like uh, from. Uh, I think what they should do is since they have floating cars, why don't they just take the monorail and put a little motor on the back of it and make like a floating monorail? Would be very be awesome. But anyway, that was pretty cool. Definitely the end of end of an era for the track, and I'm I was so glad that I got to uh, last November when I was down there. I got to do my my ride along at the speedway, which yeah, was so cool. And know. and and like I, that was before I knew it was closing, so it was like totally by. I think it was before, yeah. So it was totally by uh, chance that that all happened. And when I was down there, I remember looking at the thing and being like, "Man, like they really need to do something to this place. It's really sad, you know." So. I'm glad they. I'm glad, and you know the other thing that was interesting is that anywhere you went on property, and I'm sure everyone listening is can probably test this too. You never heard anything about this thing, or even the speedway. Like you never a peep. You could ask cast members about it and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that thing where you can." Well, drive. you never heard it. You, you didn't know that roar. You can drive cars like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just thought it was a crane moving in the 15 we already have. Oh, there's another crane. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, end of the era. That thing is finally uh, sold, and uh, God bless uh, the Richard Petty driving experience in Walt Disney World Speedway. You got folks, NASCAR is Greg's life, um, pretty much, Lily. After like, my family and God and all stuff, then no, 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 pretty much, Lily. It just it's kind of just his his uh, NASCAR model car he sleeps with, and his family no. comes next. No baby cries. No, 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 no. I got the car. It's funny, actually, I was just up at uh, the cup race last weekend in New Hampshire, and uh, I got my daughter, Tony Stewart t-shirt, 
and two little die-cast cars, and she's been playing with them all week. So one one last thing I'd like to point out before we take a break. Yeah. And go to rumors. I really wish, and a lot of people feel the same way, last night me and Greg stayed up to about 2 o'clock playing this show, knowing that we uh, didn't have a guest, we just wanted to do old school us and just do rumors and news. That's probably what we're going to do, and it's just both of us. Old school together. us. We stayed there. We stayed there. We stayed up there, okay, to about 2 o'clock in the morning last night getting all this together. And we ended up at the end just kind of looking on – he shared his, his Skype screen, and we looked at all the Google Maps, and they actually updated. By the way, if you check Google Maps, check Walt Disney where they updated all the maps. There's a lot of stuff that was not on last week that was on this week. Um, and uh, we kind of looked at it, and Greg's like, yeah, it's all going to be parking lot. I kind of looked at it and going, that's just – why parking? Like it's going to look like a Walmart parking lot by the time it's done. Like, why do we need, why park in there? Like, could we put something else at the end of that parking lot? Um, be it, well, first of all, they're going to need, like, a bus terminal to get from the end of that parking lot up to the Magic Kingdom or the TTC, no matter what, because that thing just goes I mean, on for freaking miles. The, right, even the trams, I mean, it's going to be when you get so... rid of that whole, Right, when you get rid of that whole racetrack and everything like that, can you put something there? You know, could you put a diner there? Could you, could you put um, uh, another resort there? Could you put a... Um, another store there can you put maybe maybe a museum instead of uh, like they, like all that parking there can you put a museum to Walt there like can you just have like a Walt Disney Institute where like I don't know there's just all these cool artifacts from Walt's life where they can I don't know do something just something it's like called that called One Man's Dream yeah. at Hollywood Studios Ken saying a garage but <laughs> Ken no offense I've seen enough garages on property after that one that still be no up. here's the thing and I've been thinking yeah. about that too at the all. LED light straight the LED light Greg doesn't work on a light, on the garage no, I know that I is know. what's delaying the whole no, process the uh, I've been thinking about that a lot for all the parks and I mean I think the problem is especially when it comes to uh, to the kingdom is that drama that is Purpose, purposely planned when you get on either you know watercraft or the or the ferry or even monorail and you go across Bay Lake and you or sorry Seven Seas Lagoon and you see you know you see the trains and you see the entrance the train station and then on Main Street it's all planned out I think a garage just being that high even in the parking lot would kind of ruin some of that maybe You'd have to put some of the reveal you know what I mean what's that you have to put up the ground you can't do it you can't do it, and, and right. I mean, how high would they would they be willing to go? For you know, for some like I said, even even you go seven eight stories, you're gonna be able to see over the tree line, and you know you're gonna be able to see stuff. So I don't know. It's uh, it's, and that, and and because because you know what it is like. No matter what, they wanted to get rid of the speedway, right? It was a thing that they did. It didn't work out, unfortunately. You know. And it was a waste of space, and then the guy got killed there, and that was, you know, definitely put a put an end to any possible, you know, possibility of saving this thing. But, but anyway, we'll see what happens with all that, and uh, and and how the retheming of the parking at Magic Kingdom turns out. But Mike, why don't we take a break real quick? Yes, throw yeah, on some uh, Disney music for our listening, uh, uh, for your for your listening pleasure, and yes, uh, we'll take take a few minutes break here. Mike's gonna go run uh, and uh, do what he needs to do, and we'll uh, we'll be right back. All right, so listen to the music and uh, rumors next. 
Welcome back into the uh, Resort Ears studios. I'm uh, here in Deep River. This is Mike. Greg's out in Brantford. We are back from our Where's break. Brantford? <laughs> there you go, North Brantford. We're back from our break. If you're just joining us right now, uh, hope you had a little nice break with us. Uh, we Just to review, we um, we did a couple stories. Our first one, of course, was the unmentionable, uh, horrible thing that happened, the rape that happened outside of... Uh, uh, House of Blues, we don't really go into that, we just want to catch up when we did. Uh, we talked about more Frozen coming for the remainder of the summer. We talked about the acclaimed Boathouse uh, got a little cheaper. We also went under the new Sapphire Falls. We talked a little bit about the Hess gas station and um, switching over to Speedway. We talked about the guest arriving, bus arrivals, and of course, Greg's wanting me to buy him a $3,500 race car for Christmas. Uh, you can also listen, if you're just joining in now, you listen to us, we'll put some stuff on Twitter we talked about. Anyhow, it is time to get into rumors. Some big rumors this week, Mike. Yes. So let's start off with this first one, a shake-up at the VP level at two Walt Disney World theme parks. Uh, this according to WDW Magic, uh, they posted the story uh, uh, the other day. This kind of came out of nowhere, really, when you think about it. This is just uh, Tuesday of this week. Um... So on the heels of the, you know, hopefully and what we all hope and, and think is coming, this announcement of Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, expanding at D23 coming up next month, they've, uh, they've sh they're according to uh, this source, they're shuffling around some folks, the Magic Kingdom Vice President Phil Holmes uh, will be moving to Disney's Hollywood Studios, and the current studio's Vice President Dan Cockrell will be moving to the Magic Kingdom. So they're basically swapping positions. Holmes was apparently expected to retire in the near future. He was at the company for over 40 years, actually, and served as the Magic Kingdom VP since the 2000s, uh, early 2000s. Um, this guy actually went from a attractions cast member all the way up through VP at uh, Animal Kingdom and the Magic Kingdom, and he saw, oversaw the new this is important. Just oversee the new billion-dollar expansion of the new Fantasyland at Magic Kingdom, and if that doesn't say it all to you, I don't know what can. But um, Dan Cockrell uh, over at Hollywood Studios is, according to this, widely thought to be one of the rising stars of the company, and has served as VP at Epcot and 
uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. He's been there since uh, 2011 and was uh, big on operations. It, it, so this whole thing is just really, really interesting, you know, knowing that uh, you have a, a VP who's clearly very senior in, uh, in Holmes, Phil Holmes, and the guy was apparently about to retire, but uh, Disney wanted him to go over to the studios, and this could be his sort of, you know, swan song as he goes into his retirement years. Hey, why don't you stick around a few more years? Help us fix Hollywood Studios. We need you. This could be your big, you know, sort of your another another notch in your resume, but also you know a big deal. I mean, if you help fix that park, and uh, and you know clearly the guy's gone through large scale uh, construction, and you know, and still uh, an operational theme park. You know, still still uh, maintain operational theme park on a day to day basis. So that itself is very interesting. Um, you know, with these rumors that there's going to be a Star Wars land expansion uh, announcement at D23, and um, and Mike, you pair that with the rumor that uh, uh, we just heard via Periscope from from Ken Story at the Orlando Tours Report that apparently he had read Mike, what was it from Theme Parks dot com or yeah. somewhere? Yeah. We'll have to figure that out again. But <laughs> that he had heard that the yeah. That uh, Disney actually secured a contractor to do construction at Hollywood Studios. So things definitely are, are seem to be moving in the right direction. If when you put all these rumors kind of together uh, and sort of connect the dots. So we went over to Epcot. Didn't Epcot just have a change? Epcot, yeah, the, last week or two weeks ago, we announced it. They had uh, they had a change. They had a change there, and I'm uh, forgetting who. Okay. Who? Uh, Valcat. Yeah, Melissa Valcat. Yeah. She was okay. named VP at. Uh, I love the change. At to have him stay at Disney Hollywood Studios, or have him work with Disney Hollywood Studios, because New Fantasyland was awesome. So it's actually really awesome that he's gonna go, and do, Disney Hollywood Studios because there's a lot between Star Wars, who knows what else that's gonna go in there. A lot that's going to happen. He's got a very creative mind because of the some of the stuff he did in, in New Fantasy was amazing. My thing, real quick, that's just the Epcot of this whole change. Okay, they put somebody new in Epcot, and the very first thing that we get is something by Glitty and Paint that none of us know what exactly is going to happen in there. Don't you kind of think, like, I was kind of expecting, okay, they just made this shift or whatever. Maybe it's just kind of a slap and tickle so to speak <laughs> right now like just kind of like shaking it up kind of deal right so oh my God. basically sometimes the stuff you come out with it just is just ridiculous i know it's just slap and tickle what can i say i would really think that her first big move as kind of a whole like el presidente of epcot as i like to call it would be something a little bit bigger than the glitty and paint Again, I'm excited that we're getting a new sponsor. We're getting a new something in there that's yeah, great. You, I mean, dude, she's been she's been VP for two weeks. Like, I don't, I don't think it doesn't work like that fast. I think I think I think I think the fact that there's any movement there and anything, and that the, the, the lights are still on, is is a there's a sign of life over there. Is a is a that, huge step. The two biggest things that have happened is Glidian Paint coming in to do, basically what Colortopia. I want to call. Colortopia, you know what Colortopia is? Come on. Look, <laughs> when I hear this, 
Euclidean paint. All it's I a cornucopia is, of color, Mike. Look, all I can think of is free labor having children paint the walls for the new thing that's going to go into the innovation test. <laughs> that's all I think of when I think Euclidean paint going in. Because I don't know. It's, it's so sketchy. And the other thing that's happened is Captain EO's back. Yeah, you're right. That's, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get to all that. So, we're gonna get to all that in a few rumors from now. By the way, I'm just saying though. But like, I don't have to go on. I'm just, I just the whole idea of. I know she's like, they just switched up. She's new. I hear, I hear you. I hear you. Hold your ideas until you have a big idea to put in there. Right. And I like Ken's idea. It's probably going to be a paint huffing attraction. <laughs> because you know what? No, you're right. You'll huff the paint and you'll see all the colors of the rainbow come alive. Oh my god. But no, I mean, again, if anybody <laughs> what exactly this Glidian paint is going to be Glidden, Glidden. because I really have we really haven't nailed it down on what it's going to do. So you like, know what we should do? Maybe for the next show we'll try to get uh, an executive from Glidden Paint on talk to Well us no, it'd be kinda of cool to because I'd like to just ask him. it'd be like a five minute interview because I'd ask him about that and I'd ask him about What's the best way to prime my wall because we want to repaint, you know? And that interview will go over like. <laughs> resort so, years, resort years radio now 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 getting yeah. into home improvement, so. But the but the point is is like. I hear I hear you I hear you I hear you I, I, I don't know I hear you I just think. <laughs> I just think. They're gonna they're gonna use all those old. Uh, this this deal though is good. This is a good deal though. I think this is a very good deal. It's very positive. Oh, the DHS one's the best deal. They yeah, no, no, it's hundred percent. Like that makes sense, and I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, Dan Cockrell, I guess he's been around for a while too. I mean, whatever. Hey, go over, to, go over to the kingdom. Make sure stuff's running, running good over there. You've been everywhere else. This guy's seen construction, and he was VP at Animal Kingdom, which Wonder went a bunch of stuff too. So, I think this is this is all good it's for good. for just for next month to go. Less paint, less frozen, more Star Wars. Less paint. No, more paint is exactly what we need a lot. A well, lot Epcot, of Epcot's going to have a brand new paint uh, paint scheme because of all the children painting for free. So It's a small Don't world after Don't all. It's a small world after all. That's still the best thing I've ever commented before on Twitter when someone put up the thing of like the smoke rising from behind... Uh, um, Smoke rising from somewhere on property, or just off property of forest fire. They're like, "What's this?" And I put, "Uh, it's just Mister Iger burning off his extra cash." <laughs> <laughs> Stock but, uh, options. I right, hey, check out this this rumor. Uh, shifting gears real quick. Tables in Wonderland discount program is rumored to be discontinued. And I don't even remember where I heard this. But, uh, I just say Twitter because everyone had it. Yeah. Um, exactly, well, exactly. Uh, so, Tabers in Wonderland. I mean, you go with your thoughts on this first because I have one that's kind of, I think, agreeable, but I have to kind of collect it in my mind. Well, you know what's interesting is, you know, we just announced that it, earlier in the show that, that Boathouse is uh, is switching things up and doing a 10%, 15% for lunch, 10% for dinner for AP and DVC holders. Tabers in Wonderland, you know, obviously the program's only available for AP, DVC, and. Uh, Four residents, right? Yeah. Um, you tell about what table wonder oh, tables. We have a couple of people asking what tables in Wonderland is. So it's a card discount program. You get the card, and I think it's what is it, ten percent discount or something? On, yeah, on top it's, of it's whatever. Yeah. It's, so it's essentially you have to you have to either live in Florida, be an AP holder, or I think DVC counts too. So, in my eyes, who does this hurt the most? The locals. If you're a local and you don't have an annual pass. 
mm-hmm. this hurts you and you want to have you you still want to eat at, at Disney you know not having that now here's what's interesting about it tables is only accepted at a few restaurants in downtown Disney or soon to be Disney Springs it's not accepted everywhere I think it's accepted at like I want to say I want to say Paradiso 37 I think House of Blues and maybe like Portofino I don't know. I could be wrong, but it, so it's not it's not everywhere. Portobello is whatever it's called. So it's not everywhere. No, um, it's, uh, uh, and I wonder in the future here with Disney Springs coming on on board and all the other new changes and the new restaurants and STK and Morimoto Asia and we see all no. these new restaurants rolled out. If tables won't even exist anymore, so they're just gonna say, you know what? Let's just scrap the program. We'll do a restaurant by restaurant, like we saw Boathouse do recently here with these with because the, don't forget too, a lot of the restaurants, especially down at Disney are run by outside companies. They're not run by the Walt Disney Company. So, I mean, they can pretty much set the parameters and discounts to, to what they want, um, I think. I mean, I, so I, I think we're going to see less of this and more of just discounts based on you know annual pass holders, DVC members, Florida residents, maybe. But, again, without the program like this, it hurts Florida residents. And, hey, Disney is making enough money to do whatever they want right now. So why... Why give a further discount to your most loyal fans? Yeah. Um, tables and works in almost every restaurant except for fast service, dude. As far as I know. I thought it down to Disney. I thought I looked on their, their website, down to Disney was only, it wasn't accepted. Maybe anywhere. that's just in downtown Disney that works, but in most places. That's what I mean. Like in the, around, right, in the parks. And, and, right. Most and, places around the world. Yeah. WW accepts it. Right. In, so, in, the, in the resorts and in the parks. Yeah. Now, yep. The thing... The thing is, is like I said before, we, we talked about it, and a lot of people don't find it really worth it, honestly, but the thing about it is I talked about Disney's in this mindset that we're doing well, we're creating these parks. They're kind of getting their head wrapped around all this, maybe because of Frozen, I don't know what the deal is, that they're kind of going to be doing this forever. You know, yeah. It's not. It's a spurt. It's it's every big med place goes through a spurt when it comes to tourism. Again, I, I my second degree is in um, resort development. It's a good spurt, but it's going to go back to normal business, so to speak, at some point. If you start alienating your locals, your annual pass holders. I mean, I know some annual pass holders or and and DVC. They don't really care about. Uh, real quick, uh, theme park bears listeners, thirty percent discount with a mandatory eighteen percent gratuity after paying a hundred to hundred fifty for your tip or whatever. It, just another little thing to throw about tables on Wonderland. Um, yeah, hundred bucks, right? Yeah, for so, but which isn't is bad is when you think about the discount. If you're gonna, if you're if you're gonna be eating enough, you know, you're down there eating in enough right. places, makes sense. The thing is, is that if you're going to, you're you're taking this privilege away from annual pass holders, which or all locals. And you're taking this away from DVC, which are your high-end people buying into this. Um, stuff like this shouldn't be taken away because when this high goes away, how are you going to be able to find the means to bring this back? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just – I think it's stupid. It's it, – again, we talk about it with Canada, the whole DVC thing. Like it is such a mixed bag of how I feel about that too because – I'm never going to buy into DVC. No offense. I just don't have the money for it. And for somebody like people like us that live where we do, it's just not 
feasible. It's not worth it unless you can get down there four or five times a year. You know? Right. It, it's just that, I don't know. It, it's, it's they're catering to the luxurious life. They're catering to, like, the upper middle class of everything right now. And you're taking away all the small little things that there's a couple other things I forget what was taken away, too, in the last month that they got rid of. Um, again, it's just all part of this, like, hey, we're living in the moment right now. We're making all this money. all cramming all these parks making our bathrooms even more disgusting. <laughs> you know? And it's just... It's just, when this lull, when this high goes to a lull, I don't know how they're going to be able to recoup with this with the way that Universal in Orlando itself is starting to take off more and more. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, that's what I have on that. Shifting gears to uh, a ride base rumor. Right now, and this one, uh, this one was a like the source I saw on Disboards.com on the forums there, under under their rumors uh, rumors page. But a Ratatouille theme ride rumored to be coming to France in a little showcase, and this has been one that I know has been talked about and thrown around for a while because of the success of the Ratatouille ride in over in Paris, uh, you know, Disney uh, uh, Disney over there. I. I um, I, I don't know what to say about this one because, you know, whether we like it or not, obviously Maelstrom, Maelstrom is gone, Frozen is coming to Norway, so will that now set the precedence for, will the rest of the nations be receiving IP-based attractions and rides? And I think the answer is probably yes. And when you think about it, I think one of the most um, problematic issues with World Showcase is its appeal to families with children. I, I really do. I think even speaking from experience, again, my daughter's not even two, so I mean, maybe it's this isn't really applicable, but even smaller, smaller children, besides the kid cot program there, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't really appeal to younger kids. I mean, it's, there's not a lot of exciting stuff happening in World Showcase in those countries so I think unfortunately this might be uh, this might be the time where we see this stuff kind of start to come to, to Epcot now there's rumors that the Disney board just approved um, uh, like three billion dollars to go to Florida and that money is going to be taken up by obviously the expansions at Disney's Hollywood Studios some stuff at Epcot and then um, a few minor things I guess or you know, lesser uh, uh, Modifications or changes, or whatever, to to uh, Magic Kingdom, but that's un- then another rumor that's been swirling around. It's, it's a three billion dollar capital improvement investment. The majority going to the studios, the secondary amount going to Epcot for stuff you know possibly like this to occur, and the third amount, very smaller amount, going to the kingdom. I, I, I if if this is the direction that that park is going in, I don't think I would mind it. I, 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 um, while I would be sad to see the, because I think of all the nations, and I say this all the time about other nations, other countries in, in World Trade too, but I, I love France. I love the, when you get back in the corner in France, it's very concealed. You feel very immersed and you feel like you're almost in Paris. I, I love that about the, uh, the, the France pavilion. I would hate to see that go away, you know, for, for a ride to be there. But I think it might be, if this is the direction we're going in, you know, go all in. Uh, and, uh, heck, why not? No, you're destroying everything. 
We are. No offense. Norway's gone. I take offense the, completely. Nope, the, the pavilion's gone. You're gonna wait 30 minutes to get a freaking autograph from a princess. You're gonna wait how long to get onto this frozen ride? And they open up the front floodgates. Yep. Okay, I'll give it to them. Ratatouille may be a little bit closer to France. It's not a make-believe place. Like, you know, Grundle. Aaron, a Aaron, Grundle there, as Aaron, I like to call it. Arendelle. Okay. But no offense, dude. Do you still hear me? Yes. No offense. You're killing the park. The park was never about that. Build another park if you have to. Build another park full of bad stuff. Well, or I, add it to the Magic Kingdom or add it to Hollywood Studios. Why are we not adding any of these damn movies to Hollywood Studios? Because Hollywood Studios is going to be about... Star Wars, old Hollywood, and then the random okay. the random stuff like rock and roller coaster. So you're just okay with with just just remember, all this happens. Bye bye bear. That's the first thing that'll happen. Bye bye world food uh, food and the showcase. See ya. No reason to have any of those restaurants there anymore because it's all going to be Disney rides. That I I disagree with that. Well, how do you disagree with that? Tell me how that works. Because think about it. They have World Show. They still have Future World, which has plenty of rides. That's the thing. I'm talking about. And they still serve alcohol. And they still have good restaurants. Okay. No, but it's still the same theme park. I just mean, like, they're not. It's not going to. It's not that big of a change where. I think you could bring in a few Disney film or IP based attractions and rides to the countries that make sense. I'm not it's saying not a little showcase then. It might. I know. It, hey, I wouldn't want this from the get go. We we've, we've talked about that very well on the show. However, if this is what we're being forced into by the Disney company, they're, they're not going to go backwards now, right? Like they're doing it in Norway. What do you think is going to happen next? They're going to want to do something in France or wherever. You know, heck, it could be Italy. They want to put it in. Yeah, well, it's not going to It'll be renamed something. Like I said, all that immersive countries you feel, all those restaurants, all know, that fun stuff is gone. It has to be gone. I agree. Because it'll be just like Norway. There's no ride. You have to support the ride that's going to go in there. The pavilion of Norway, it's all gone. All that cool stuff is gone. Yeah. It is gutted, all for Frozen. I, and I... This goes, Paris is going to be all Ratatouille. It's going to be gone. You know? I mean, the, here comes the Mulan ride. You know? Yep. An Aladdin ride. Yep. And Morocco. Now, this isn't World Showcase. This is just, it's like Disney Movie Park is what it'll become. Yeah. It'll kill everything that was cool about that park. I mean, so, oh, I'm sorry you have to walk through and you have to learn a little bit about other people's countries. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If anything, just update the rides a little bit. Well, update I mean, the, update like, the Circle Vision films. I mean, jeez. Yeah, yeah. So, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Like I've always said, I, I, I'm going to give them out the new Frozen, what is it called, Ever After, or whatever the heck the ride's going to be called. Uh, I'm interested to see what it will look like. You're never going to touch it. Ed Trunk of Disney wants to be the first person there, but he's never going to, no one's going to, no one's going to get it. No one's going to get it. It's, it. The whole idea, you have to get a fast pass to see a character now. The whole idea, you have to get a fast pass to ride a ride. Oh, yeah. You're going to be waiting for three hours just to... You know, of course. Get get your big fat belly just across the first queue, the first queue chain link. Yeah. You're only three hours for a 15 second ride. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Staying in Epcot, these next these next two, and then we'll close it out. Imagination Pavilion. This is this. I also heard this on Disboards.com, on the forums this week. Imagination Pavilion at Epcot to be rethemed with Muppets. 
again, uh, we and this has been from multiple sources I've heard. Muppets are gonna be going away from from the studios. That when this all happens, basically Star Wars is taking up the entire left side of the park. So, bye bye, Streets of America. Bye bye, Let's More Action. Bye bye, Muppet Vision 3D. Unfortunately, um, but Disney still owns the Muppets, which is which. I mean, think about it. They're coming back with this TV show on ABC. They're gonna be big. I think the Muppets are gonna have a, re- a resurgence. You know. In, they should have never went away in the first place. I totally agree. I think I think it's a such an undervalued piece of IP for the Walt Disney Company right. that it's not even funny. Like, the, they could do so much with the Muppets, and they don't do anything at all with the Muppets. It I, it frustrates me to no end. Like, they could have made Hollywood Studios like have a Muppet complete Muppet like land within the park, and they were supposed to, but they only did Muppet Vision 3D and pretty much ended it at that. Because I think in a lot of ways, the Muppets were like the cousin for Disney. It's know? exactly it, yep. They really don't have to utilize them. So, I mean, here's here's what I'm thinking. It's a me- and I'll just throw this other rumor out here, too, because these connect. The, the, I, saw, I heard a rumor on the WDW Today podcast uh, last week that, f- according to them from a source at Epcot, the theater housing Captain EO show is rumored to be on the chopping block as well and if that's it that that i believe they said there was demolition file like like papers filed for the theater if that's the case and they're saying muppets the imagination pavilion i think you're saying goodbye to and how, how do they do this though how do you say goodbye to figment i mean in its current Basically, state it. i know and that's the sad part i i think it's like they're saying goodbye to World Showcase. I think they have... you got to save Figment somehow, but I actually think Imagination and the Muppets makes a lot of sense. It would make... It, it, think about it. It kind of would make sense to bring them in there. And just... They can have that whole pavilion to, to the Muppets. If they're going to be kicked out... Basically kicked out of the studios, and they're already talking about closing down Captain EO, which they really should. I mean, it's been too long. Like I think this is just a final curtain call. I really hope so, because... The, the I fact just, that they brought it back to begin with was just ridiculous. Like, come I just, on. The more I think about it, though, like, I, I don't know. I, I just, the Muppets don't even fit in Epcot either. I know. I, I know. It's they kinda... fit. In, they, they fit in my. You think about the Muppets. You think about the shows the Muppets were on, like New York Ave and stuff, and Disney Hollywood Studios. Like, they just fit there. It totally does. Yep. You know, and I mean, if they, they almost still fit just down Main Street of. Of right into the, the, why can't they put the like the theater? You know what I mean. The Chinese theater is that where Green Movie Ride now. That's the yeah Green Movie Ride. Yeah, Green Movie Ride. Like that would be hilarious if they put them in there. Right? Like the two old guys sitting up in the theater. I mean, a theater they can put them like that. Like something like the complete. Why don't they just make a Muppet Show ride attraction? Excuse me. You go into the theater like you always see in the movies. They're doing their little acts or whatever. You get the old guys sitting up there like me and you and we're 80s heckling everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be hilarious. See, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they got to do something with them. They got to move them somewhere. They're not going to Magic Kingdom, that's for sure. Animal Kingdom makes no sense. They need, they need a new theme park or something. It's either, I know, I know. But they should never done Communist China Shanghai. They should have just did a, another theme park. Hey, I'm, I agree. It's a, it's a communist park. Uh, no, I 100% agree. With you. I 100% agree with you. Uh, 
So I don't know. I, it's like I, but like I said, the Muppets though. This show's coming September twenty second. Is yeah. it's a third uh, Tuesday nights airing at eight eight p.m. on uh, ABC. Is this new The Muppets show, which is going to be a more like documentary style, uh, like think think The Office, but with the Muppets. Exploring, it's supposed supposedly like exploring their relationships and sort of behind the scenes, like, like sort of the like backstories to like some of the characters that you've never heard before. Like it looks, and if you guys haven't seen, I think I may have tweeted that today. If you haven't seen the, they have a ten minute like preview clip that they they've already like ABC's already sent out. It's it yeah. looks hilarious, dude. Hilarious. Like I I am I have never been this excited for a prime time. Like ABC show to yeah. ever come on the air as as I am excited about that. Makes them up that you can get away with that. You know, it's totally. Right there, you know? Like and think about how many. The thing is, like that would have such lasting power too over a show with like human based actors because like they don't age. There's no like there's millions of stories you can do with them, right? Like no one right. knows the history really of Miss Piggy and Kermit or Gonzo or. You know, well, I mean, Muppet babies, they were all together in the nursery with that weird lady with stockings. Remember that? Yeah. What the heck was that? So anyway, but because that's coming down the pipe, you gotta wonder like where are they gonna where are they gonna move to? And if you're Walt Disney World, like you could make think about this, dude. Think about this. You know, kids think of Walt Disney World as oh, you know, Mickey lives there. Mickey and Minnie live there, right? My daughter thinks they live there, right? You're going there to see them. That's their house, right? Well, their house is gone, right? They, they they destroyed all that that stuff. So in your mind, like, they could make Hollywood Studios be like, okay, like the Star Wars guys are there, or whatever. But the Muppets like live there. They live in the Hollywood Studios, like, like they live in Florida, right? And if they're if they abandon that, like. Just think about it. Dude. I mean, they they build it into the show. I mean, I think the show's basis is that they still they, work they, at in a TV studio work. in like LA, and that's part of the, you know, that's that's the whole like premise what it's around. So they basically, you know, uh, the Alstrom showed that they don't really they're not connected to anything anymore. It's just the Eisner era is over. The Iger era is almost over. It's just let's make as much money as quick as we can and market as much as we can. Right. You know, and, and it's showing, it's showing in the park, it's showing in the, what it is. But, but. hate to end on a sad note like that, but, but I think, I think, I, to, just to twist this in a positive, I think there is promise with the Muppets. You know, whether, whether it stays at the studios or not and gets shipped to probably Epcot, I would hate to see Figment go away, but I would almost hate Hate it. I'd almost hate it more to see the Muppets not have a serious, substantial right. presence in some in one of the four theme parks. Right. And they even as it is now, they really don't. So. So hey, um, why don't we close this one out tonight? I wanted to mention this real quick though before we we do. Uh, if you guys like tonight's show, you want more, and you want to help us support uh, Resort Ears and what we're doing here, go and visit RedBubble.com. Search Resort Ears. And order your uh, logo T-shirt today. There's also mugs on there, like we said earlier in the show, uh, iPhone and Android phone cases uh, with our with our logos on there. So go and check it out. Some pretty cool stuff. We just uh, just something new we launched. We we'll see how it works out. Um, again, we don't receive most of the money, but it's all print on demand. And uh, but if you guys like it, order some stuff up and uh, let us know what you think. But uh, you'll probably see on Twitter and Facebook and everything. We'll be uh, sending that out there and. Uh, 
spreading the good word of Resort Ear. So. Absolutely. All right. Let's uh, shut it up like we usually do. Shut the door. Uh, our next show, tentatively, will be August 5th. Um, most likely, there'll probably be a show next week, I think. We're, try- we're almost getting to that point where we're almost at a point where we're doing two shows or doing a show every week. Um, see if we can get a guest on uh, the show. If you want to be a guest and you're just a regular fan, we may try to do like a fan guest show at one point. So give us a tweet about that if you want to try to get on here. To have you on to talk some Disney for a half hour or so between our uh, our news and rumors. Um, I don't know, Greg. I don't know. Uh, if we do a show next week, we'll probably do what? Like a uh, news rumor kind of thing again? We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we'll probably go back to our original format of uh, featured discussion topics. So, if, like Mike said, if you guys have ideas for future discussions, uh, Mike and I usually rack our brains sometime during the week and uh, our week off and, and figure out what's, you know, if there's something topical going on that makes sense in the news, you know, to go off on. We do. But uh, if you have ideas or if you had trip planning questions, another thing that uh, is always fun to talk about, if you're making a trip plan up to head down to Walt Disney World and you want to uh, ask us what our opinions are, shoot it our way too. Facebook or Twitter or uh, email us, resortiers at gmail.com. All right. So, uh, we went over, where are we on Twitter, Greg? Resort Ears. And Facebook? Resort Ears. That's right. <laughs> and, and redbubble.com slash, or redbubble.com, look for Resort Ears. Yeah. Resort Ears at gmail.com. Uh, Mixler, anybody join tonight? Nope. All right, good. Good. That's the eighth, <laughs> that's the eighth, that's the eighth that's, show in a row. That's what we yeah. like. Uh, we're yep. about to abandon yep. Mixler, but... Uh, uh, We'll talk to you guys on uh, Twitter, Resort Ears. You'll see us. Join us. Be our friend. Let's see if we can get to 600 by week's end. That's not maybe so- Dave because there's a lot of stuff we do. Um, anything else, Greg? Hey, that's it, man. It's a good show. Right. We talked about some good stuff, and uh, there's, there's a ton going on right now, so it's a fun time to be, to be a Disney fan. It definitely is. All right. Well, we will see you on the web, and uh, that's going to do it for us in the North Brantford and Deep River Studios. Have a magical night, and until next time, get your ears on. This has been a production of Resort Ears.